free Brooklyn. This is what Brooklyn sounds like. Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Safe Space Radio, also known as Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, also known as Faceboy. I am Lucille Timore, um, sometimes known as Lucas Timore. <laughs> Haven't had Luke, Lucille for a while. We have not had Lucille. Sometimes Lucy comes, but um, Lucille does not come to the ballpark very often. <laughs> well, I am glad we're in a safe space, especially given the fucking train ride we had over here. It was earlier today I was saying to Lucille, hey, let's refill our Metro cards at the Houston Street Station because West 4th Street Station, I don't ever want to take Sketchy a- as fuck. Fucking sketchy as fuck. Like, I don't ever want to take money the first, out. So the second we get there, there's some guy, and he's, like, telling this girl she don't know how to put money on her card. And he was like, if you knew how to do it, you would it would be done. Da, 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 da. And we were just like, Like, okay. you don't know how to have a home. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you, you literally, like, don't have a home. Like, no, I mean, I also, like, don't have a home. But I mean, yeah, I we're, not, we're not making fun of homeless. I, should, I, 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 also, make- I also don't have a home. But, like, nah, but it's, but it's, like, you know, leave the fucking bitch alone. You know what I mean? Like, leave the bitch alone. And then, um, then this guy, another homeless guy, another homeless guy, um, starts, you know, um, you know, screaming the N word. Like this, this guy didn't, this guy was uncomfortable by him because he was very, you know, emotionally unregulated. He was very emotionally unregulated. And, um, so, you know, um, this Mexican man, he like got off the train, and um, so this guy he starts like, screaming the N word at him. He said like started screaming at us all on the train that we don't believe in God, that we're not God, like we don't follow God, that we don't that he follows God, we don't follow God. And then the minute he, the minute after telling us all that we don't follow God, making all the elderly people very upset, he we got, we, he gets off is, the train. He gets off the train. He tells a blind girl to move. She cry like she basically cries. Um, and like then he slowly walks saunders then she like starts to move again because thinking like somebody's in a hurry if they want to move but no no he like sauntered you know she can't see so she doesn't know that he was still there and then he's you know it the whole thing was very traumatic yeah and i almost killed him i almost killed him it took all of me not to kill him not to push him on the fucking tracks push him on the fucking tracks both of us i'm like lucky i'm not in jail right now i like want to like you know and this is nothing against homeless people. This is against people that 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 scare other it's, people. It's it's not, nothing against the mentally ill. It's nothing against it's against it's against fucking like angry aggressive people. Because there's plenty of homeless people that are lovely. There's plenty of mentally ill people who are lovely, myself included. No, just kidding. I'm not that lovely. But yes, you are. <laughs> I'm not violent, and I'm not gonna like you know tell home. I'm not gonna tell a blind girl to move. You know, um, but. You know, uh, you know, West Forth has a long way to go. I've never been so happy to get back to Brooklyn. Yeah, you said that when we, when we got off the train. Well, anyway, we're here. It is our our second show of 2022. Uh, you had mentioned uh, "Don't Look Up," that film that we saw. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Well, we didn't see it together. We didn't see it together. I thought it was excellent. You thought it was excellent. My mother hadn't seen it yet, but she said, she asked me, is that anything based on the old joke, don't look down? <laughs> and and uh, and I, I was on the phone with my sister and Stephen. It was during lunchtime, dinner time. And, and we said, uh, I, I don't know, what's the, what's the don't look down joke? And she said, 
Well, it's the same advice you give to someone way up high in a hot air balloon and a man getting a blowjob from a horribly ugly woman. <laughs> Don't look down. She's 89 years old. First time I've ever heard her say blowjob. I don't know. She's made a lot of sexual jokes before. <laughs> uh, 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 maybe like she says them when you're not in the room. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've heard her say blowjob before. <laughs> I just like, I remember the day like the pandemic started and it was like, right. It was two days before they started lockdown and me and your mother like started this secret pact and like, Nobody allowed us to do this, but we decided we were just going to drink the whole time. Like we were like, this was before we like, um, you know, like kind of regulated our alcohol too much. And so we were like, okay, let's just like. No, she was already being regulated. <laughs> okay. So, okay, never mind. Okay. So we still, I, so I just didn't have any, I didn't care at all. I just, I was like, yeah, we'll break those. Um, and she was just like, we're going to go out drinking. Okay. Okay. And like, we like cheers to it and everything. Like. Like when everybody else went to the bathroom, like nobody else was at the table. I was out with like you, Nancy, Stephen. Like I don't know for some reason you guys like left us alone at the table, <laughs> and you shouldn't have. Because <laughs> 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 our choice, we were like, this is getting real bad out there. This is getting real bad. What should we do? What should we do? And we were like, drink. Let's just drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we had like a week or two warning. And the only, the people that we were seeing out drinking, like, the last few days, it was all old people. Oh, my God. No, like, I, like, I was, like, at, I went to the bar, like, I went to the bar, I was one of those people who, like, needed to go to the, like, the, like, I'm not, like, the the biggest drinker, but I just, like, 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 at the time, I don't really like bars anymore, but, like, at the time, I really liked bars, so I, I needed to get, go to those last few bars, so I was, like, going during the day to, like, bars, um, those last few days, and, um, you know, they, um, I was drinking with like elderly men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was walking by bars and restaurants and it's like all the young people had already locked down. <laughs> no, I was drinking with elderly men. Yeah. I, I was, I was also part of that. Like the most vulnerable people. <laughs> like, uh, fuck it. I don't know how long I'm going to be locked up. Yeah, exactly. They're like, this might be my last chance. Give me another martini. Well, they heard it because everybody was like, well, this is going to be two weeks. And the old people and me said, this isn't going to be two weeks. And nobody believed me. I said a million times. I said, this is not going to be two weeks, guys. And everybody was like, this is going to be two weeks. Calm down. Yourself included. Everyone was like, calm down. I, I said two months. You were, Everyone was like, calm down. No, I this said is, two weeks. Everyone was like, calm down. This is just going to be a couple weeks. Calm down. And I was like, this is the rest of our lives. And I kept playing that song. This is the end of the world. Can we play it? As we know it. I kept playing that song over and over. And everyone was like, why are you playing this song? And I was like, because it's true. It's true. And it turned out to be true, guys. It turned out to be true. So I just want to pat myself on the back for being right. You said two years. I said right. the rest of our lives. I said two years lockdown. Two years lockdown. The rest of our lives masks. And it's going to be that. And I was right. My predictions were all right. Rest of our lives masks. It's the end of the world as we know it was the song I was playing. That's the song I was playing over and over. But I really did feel fine at the time. And now I'm not really feeling fine anymore about it. Like, I'm feeling fine, I guess. I'm still feeling fine. I'm Now I just hate bars. So I, like, I don't even know what I would do if they all opened. They have opened back up and I haven't gone back. So that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I haven't gone back. I haven't gone back. No, I'm like, fuck, fuck that shit. 
Like, and when I have gone back a couple times, it's, like, incredibly uncomfortable. I'm like, I really don't want to be here. I really don't want to be here. This is, can somebody pay me? Can somebody pay me to be here? <laughs> REM. It's coming up. I kept playing it over and over. I was, like, pissing people off because nobody really wanted to listen to that song right then. <laughs> I was dancing in the street to it. <laughs> <laughs> going to talk about Biden's speech in a little bit. Biden had go- Biden got a dog. That's all he did right this whole this whole his whole term. It's a really cute dog. Really cute dog. But he like looks like even more of an elderly man with it. I think it was an attempt to look younger like, oh, like I have this dog, da da da, but he's just like, "Come here, boy." And like he just looks like even more elderly like with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, boy. Come here. All right. Here we go. It's loading up. That was a long process. Yeah, it took it took a minute. We're not DJs. We're not DJs. We never claimed to be though. Actually, for a second, I claimed to be like one day. I was like, I was like, I'm like a DJ, and and, and my friend Gary was like, No, you're not. Sorry about that. Let me start this over. All right, the end of the world, R.E.M. We got this. That's great, it starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane, listen to yourself, churn world, serve its own needs, dummy, serve your own needs, beat it up, an ox speed, grunt, no strength, the ladder starts to clatter with fear, fight down, high fire in a fire, rivers in a seven games, in a government for hire, in a combat site. Left to us to come in.
Hi guys, are we back? Um, so, so interestingly enough, they actually list off when they're listing the stuff in the beginning. They list off Trump in that song as one of the things that will end the world, and it was written in 1987, the year I was born. Um, <laughs> and so, I just think it's really interesting that they sort of predicted that Trump would be the end of the world. I didn't catch it, but I trust you. No, Trump is in there. Trump is in there. I know it for a fact. Well, he was, you know, he was already doing evil stuff in real estate and yeah. business. He was already, he was already the end of the world in 87. Yeah, but like, I th- I just think he, he ended up being the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the actual end of the world. Well, Biden's speech on Wait. January 6th was, uh, was really actually quite dynamic. It was, it was the best form I have seen him in since he has been in office. It I'm must be the dog. It I'm, must be the dog. <laughs> the dog. No, I think the dog, I was like really happy he got this dog because it's like, might like give like dogs are supposed to be like, good for people like he you know he doesn't like his kids are older like he's he doesn't have anything to like engage him and to like you know dogs can like bring like new like neural transmitters like back to like life True. you know like dogs are actually really like good for people and like really like you know for people who have the resources like dogs are a very good idea people were describing his speech with terms like fiery yeah, maybe it's the dog because uh, it's not his wife. He seemed to know exactly where he was. <laughs> no, I was really excited by and this what dog. Year it was like I, I was one of those people who I was like, I think I'm, I'm like catching the bait. Like, like he was like, look at me, I adopted this dog, and like he was already adopted. He definitely bought it, but like, you know, I got this dog, and he like he put out like a little ad on Instagram, and like I was definitely one of those people who like caught the bait. I was like, oh, you got a dog, yes. Good job, Biden. Like that's like the only good thing you did all year, <laughs> or like this this year just started, but that was last year that he adopted the dog. 
Yeah, I mean, he absolutely inherited a terrible mess, including yeah, the pandemic. To give and- him credit, to give him credit, I, you know, do feel sorry for, like, what he had to, like, sorry for him for what he had to walk into. You know, I, I it's not any, I don't feel, I don't, nobody would want to be him. We're still shy of his first entire year in office. You know, this time last year, we're still, you Yeah, know- but he's senile as fuck. <laughs> told my mo- no actually my mother would probably be okay with this conversation um but we told my mother today to not listen to our radio show actually we we just made it very clear because we we thank you guys i want to thank you guys we are the number five in talk radio um but this this month we were number five um with our 9 a.m slot um and i just want to let all of our 9 a.m viewers know we are we that are we are we are rebroadcast, rebroadcast no, on 9 a.m on fridays rebroadcast so I'm not drinking whiskey, not drinking whiskey at 9 a.m. I, I, there was a time I might have been doing that in my life. <laughs> I may or may not, cannot confirm or deny if that has happened or not, but I am no longer at that point with no help from AA. <laughs> so Friday, 9 a.m. listeners, this is actually being broadcast live, 7 p.m., don't go to AA. No, just on Saturdays. I need to stop this. I need to stop, stop this that. narrative. No, I just think smart recovery, guys, is like let's 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 use the opportunity since I slandered AA to give another option. Smart recovery uses cognitive behavioral therapy, and it's I think a very good option for people who don't like stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you can't you admit that AA is just stupid? Have you ever been? I went to uh, I think I went to one meeting with uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Because when he asks you, you're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Like, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of friends like I, the way that I've like been to, where I've been like, yeah. It's better if you go with a friend, you know, it's better if you go with a friend, but like I usually like had to go, like I was lived in a sober house, so I had to go to a certain number a week and so you're just running to any meeting and um, I, so you're like always the outsider because like I was had a busy schedule and like I was going to whatever fit my schedule. So I'm not going to like the same group every week. I'm not going, I'm not meeting friends really in that way. I'm, I'm just going and like going and like they're not very welcoming. Like, or I don't know. I was in, I was living in Tribeca. My sober house was in Tribeca. I'm not really a Tribeca person. The Tribeca AA was not very welcoming to me. Yeah. See, and I went to one that was probably in, in, uh, fucking Beverly Hills or something like that, you know? Yeah. So it's good. It's going to be a different environment, a different experience. It's, it's, it's a lot about like where, you know, what neighborhood you're in. And, um, you know, I, and then I went to one that was not also a bad experience was like, I really thought it would be good, but like, the I was like the only they didn't they were not welcoming to do not go as a queer um somebody who's not a queer male who was born a cis male if you to the clubhouse like the that clubhouse um that queer clubhouse that gay clubhouse um that they have that AA has um on Forty Second Street don't go if you're not a gay, cis gay male okay because they are not welcoming to anyone else I did not know that but- yeah they are not welcoming to anyone else they are actually rude like fucking rude. Yep, rude. You bitches are rude. You need to sit down, queens. You know you're not even queens because you're not. You're so fucking cis. You're just cis. You're so f- they were just so fucking privileged and bitchy. 
and like, <laughs> shut up. That's what I felt. I just wanted to shut their little traps up. They were like, she's being so rude because I was like moving in my seat slightly because I was like not like, a little uncomfortable. And they were like, this she, was when you were Lucas and they were saying no, she? No, I was, oh. I was Lucille. Um, I was, I was Lucille, but um, like, um, I was very queer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was when I was living in the sober house. Um, and like they were just like whispering about me like during the meeting. It's like you're you're actually talking during the meeting. I'm like slightly moving around, you know, in my seat, and you're now talking during the meeting. Who's ruder? Who's ruder? Okay. Um. So I'm so sorry. An outsider came into your meeting, and I'm the only girl here. Fucking so sorry. See, because Lucille can remember Lucille's memories, and that's bad. See, the thing is, is like as with DID. I don't always have these memories because Lucas doesn't really remember a lot of Lucille's memories. And um, that's kind of a good thing. <laughs> but Lucille's here to play. And it's kind of fun to remember Lucille's memories because at this point, we shouldn't even remember Lu- Lucas's memories because all of Lucas's memories are getting like fucking beaten by the police and fucking beaten by the psych wards and getting raped by the psych wards. Well, last week after the show, I was with Lucas. Three days later, I told the internet I'm gay. <laughs> Yeah. Lucas turned Lucas turned Lucas turned Francis gay last week finally after all these years all these years of all being these, bisexual and his friend said his friend from college said well it's about time <laughs> so we had a dick so big that we have to put it under the bed special hide it lock it up lock it lock, lock up dick not not a loud dick like a huge dick like past your knees dick past your knees dick and he took the whole thing I was like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, babe, we'll try that, thinking like he's never gonna take it. And then I was like, oh, baby, the whole thing's in. This is not safe. I'm gonna fucking his organs are gonna splatter out from side. I'm gonna have to call his sister. <laughs> <laughs> not only was I absolutely fine. Three days later, later, tell the internet I'm gay. I'm gay. Yeah, Lucas is good. Lucas is good at his game, but um, Lucille's here to party tonight. Lucille's here to party tonight. Lucille, Lucille hasn't been here in a while. Did you hear about this? You know that uh, the dry January is a thing. Oh, it's always a thing. It's always been a thing, and I always like. I don't even try that shit anymore because, like, every time I've tried to do something like that, I last like three days, and then like, I don't like go on a bender, or maybe some. Paps Blue Ribbon in an already not very well received campaign is is promoting wet January because they're <laughs> see they're, I like that because they're because they're because they're in the business of selling alcohol they went a little too far recently they tweeted on Monday and it, it was taken down fairly quickly they tweeted not drinking this January try eating ass <laughs> I'm gonna buy some beer. <laughs> <laughs> They marketed properly to me. They marketed properly to me. <laughs> A lot of people's reaction was, well, with Pap's Blue Ribbon, how much difference is there? <laughs> I like that, though. I do like that because Pap's Blue Ribbon is kind of gross. It's actually, for me, though, one of my favorite cheap beers. Like, I like it a lot better than Chorus. I very much like eating ass. I actually do like eating ass, too. 
<laughs> I've tried it. I like I like I clean like ass. I like shower oh, ass. Oh yeah, yeah like, it absolutely. has to be like a well. Like I only eat certain friends' asses. Like I don't like. There's certain people like they'll like eat my ass, and I'm like absolutely not. Never. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm very selective about eating ass, but, like, I do really enjoy eating ass when, like, the person is showered. Clean ass is good. Like, a dirty ass, not so good. But I think they were implying that it, like, it, like PBR is kind of like eating dirty ass. <laughs> PBR is not that good, but, like, it's better than, like, cores and, like, um... It's better than the other ones in its price range, I think. I got another song that I want to play. I didn't get a chance to play the whole thing when I did my acapella show. Oh, no. No, babe. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen. This is I'm trying to prove to you that acapella oh, is not 10 white guys in cardigans. You should have okayed this before. You, you should have okayed this before, before. I get to play my music. This is <laughs> the Mint Juleps. This is the Mint Juleps singing. Oh, I actually do like the Mint Your Juleps. Your love keeps lifting me higher. Acapella from Spike Lee's 1990 special, Do It Acapella. Okay, I like Spike Lee. I, I think I can go, I think I can drive, drive whatever, jive with this. But then you came and it soon departed And you know he never showed his face again That's why your love keeps on the lifting me Lifting me to higher and higher. I said your love is lifting me to 
You are listening to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Even in the film Pitch Perfect, which is all about acapella, no, they I, make I, fun of acapella. I do have to say that was a very, very good acapella. You didn't tell me it was Spike Lee acapella before. You know, I I, I can approve of Spike Lee acapella. Um, you know, acapella just has to be done very well. You know, um, that sounded like it was not all white people. No, it was all women of color. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. See, that's what that was. That was my complaint. That's your problem. Your problem is ten white guys in cardigans. That's my problem with acapella. <laughs> that's that's just my problem. That's my entire problem with acapella. It's like I I hear the word acapella and I'm like <gasps> ten white guys in cardigans no. and I run. I'm like no 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 and like I just like have now associated acapella with that image. You know what I mean? But Calvin says like oh I I, I do acapella and I'm like oh I want I want to get down with that. You know what I mean? Like, and I've been bring, and and every uh, acapella uh, I've brought uh, to the show that you have liked, I have liked because you have not picked like white, white ten white guys in cardigans. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, um, but yeah, you know. So so and you know that like you know remember that 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 band we played like um with the Grinch, the Grinch. Yes. So um, I started playing some more of their music, and then I started getting paranoid because I have schizophrenia and DID. I started getting paranoid that they were speaking to me um, through their music and <laughs> while in the shower. So it's like the best time to get paranoid. You're like, fuck. They're talking to me. They're fucking talking to me. And it's like they've already pre-recorded this music. How the fuck are they talking to you? You know what I mean? Like they're not talking to you right now. They like pre-recorded this music a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> they did not record this music like this week after you played their song. You know what I mean? And I was like, shit, they're making fun of me. I was like, they actually hate me. They're making fun of me. They they hate me so much. 
they, they they're out to get me and then I, <laughs> but I don't really believe that um it's just sometimes it's really hard to be mentally ill <laughs> but some of it's really good the music that made me paranoid I'm gonna play it next week Okay. Or not next week, the week after, because we have a guest next week. Yes, we do. We have uh, we have a guest next week. Um, I got to find his name again because I'm blanking on it. I'm excited about it. He he's uh, he's does uh, poetry over music. It's all original. Um, it's really great stuff. Um, and he also works in the parks department. Bobby Hayes is his name. Bobby Hayes. H A. Y Z. He'll be with us next week, and uh, I'm excited to, not just to have not to, not just to hear his music, but uh, we've had people here that work. We had one guy here who worked for the MTA for many many years, and he was able to answer some questions about the MTA that you know a lot of people have. Like, why are the people that work in the booths such assholes? Uh, and he explained to me, and I thought he'd be offended by that or like say, oh, that's not true. But he, he, he confirmed that, yeah, the people that work in the, in the booths are assholes and that it's kind of a punishment job. That it's not like, it's not like thought of as something people really want to do. It's like a punishment job. Um, so there are, uh, things I'm curious about how the parks department works that maybe Bobby Hayes will, uh, speak to. Um, a new song I want to play, or I don't know if it's new, but I just discovered it. The Truth by Naz and AS. All right, give me a minute to bring it up. I mean, you got to talk for a little bit, babe. Okay, um, I don't even know what to say right now. Um, well, well, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry, guys. I, it, I hate dead air. I fucking hate dead air. But, um, what do I want to talk about? I just have so much to talk about that I don't know what to pick from. Um, well, today, like, um... I think that's too long of a story. How long? How long are you out? As, as long as you need. Well, eh, just just pull it up. Just pull it up. All right. In a little bit, I want to talk about how. Wait. Well, you how, can't pull uh, it up. Yeah, I got it. But after this, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, how people in the workplace are now using uh, colored coded wristbands to show what their comfort level is. In, uh, in in interacting with people. Like like a green wristband means you can hug me. Uh, 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 a red one is... You in the MTA? In the general workplace, like people that are going in, back to office. In all, in all yeah. workplaces. Yeah, this is a, a new thing that's... All right, well, next being, week, we should actually successful. talk about that with, with the colors. We should actually find out what the colors are and actually like be make an informed... We should actually find out what the colors are. I know are. a little bit about it already. but You know what the colors are? Yeah, red means I don't want to get near anybody. Okay. Green is like, I'm actually okay for a hug. Okay. And yellow is check in with me before anything. Okay. You know, we're going to do like maybe an, an, a, an elbow uh, bump. An elbow, you know? an elbow bump, yeah. And, uh, 
uh, I think it's a good idea. I think it. it yeah, helps. because it's really weird. Like at like um, at my pros program, my, my mental health program that I go to, um, people are you know I never know what to, how to handle that. I never know how to like handle physical touch. You might want to bring that up as a suggestion. Okay, here we go. The no, two. they they, they the, yeah. the rule is we don't touch. But oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Can't bury you with your bitch. All alone, die alone. mentality shoot them down days going out of town with a couple of pound plates always the one you call your friend but then it's style chase hard time for non-violent crimes that's an outrage we need a meeting money and fame is bleeding you never really know the reason why two people is beefing bloody murder in the 80s he had sway louis seats in the bourbon did dirty his sentence start turning look at life Took advice from the streets of burning, nothing nice, John Boy Ice, his death undetermined. Pick a Allen anywhere for your happy soul of returning. When I'm gone, I pray my family don't get the cash and burn it to the floor. Black force laced up, Galactica glaciers, 88 carrots, immaculate paint studs. The niggas do a crime, I drop a rhyme, it's the same rush. And they've been sending shots a nigga away, but they ain't struck. Can't fuck with me. I've been outside since a buck fifty was the only way to get your face done. Doggy style CD turn that murder was the case up. Thinking when I drop my first shit, I'm leaving a face crunch. Black from the dark side of Vernon draws from the dime block. They had it clicking, but today it's a new slimes out. Instagram trick in the hood. What they crying about? Petty crimes, bitches, and money. That's what they lying about. Niggas ain't telling the truth for nothing. No. Y'all look like the truth to us Hype off that little dirt you did That ain't shit to the kid Whoa. Niggas ain't telling the truth for nothing No No Nigga Y'all look like the truth to us Hype off that little dirt you did That ain't shit to the kid Now you got your marching orders This shit'll make your mouth water Like food grill with wood chips Woolrich Button up flannel Looking wolfish My hair woofing Central bookings Simple lessons One foot on the curb One foot in the Lexus My style is eclectic Eat you pussies for breakfast Then I offer refreshments Look all that fly shit you're hopping on They take a wash from your arm And cops do nothing about it That's what's going on Many changes More racist When I was touring the nation with warrants on probation I was a small kid amazed with the thought One day I'd be banking I'd be from drinking Poppy to Abu Dhabi Probably Polly Besides crank the engine on the 74 Chevy Savelle Shorty friend is a snake I told her her bestie ain't real You gotta watch that As the lobster crack I spray the rocker rack Your reputation You can't clean that shit up At no laundromat Sucker See somebody has to say it The boy still ain't graduated I must say they capped the greatest Be real My team is mature The bags are secured Surrounded by addicts Addicted to having more Niggas ain't telling the truth for nothing. No. Uh-uh. No. Y'all look like the truth to us. Hype off that little dirt you did. That ain't shit to the kid. Whoa. Niggas ain't telling the truth for nothing. No. No. Nigga. Y'all look like the truth to us. Hype off that little dirt you did. That ain't shit to the kid. Whoa. The truth from Nas. Thank you. I did like that. Yeah, I that did was- enjoy that. You know, the wristband thing. Uh, 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 it's it's a good idea, but I would have to have like 
three on at any time because it really depends on who I'm around. Like I would, I'm, I'm, I want, I would want them to be um, the slap it bracelets. Um, those the, those slap it mm-hmm. the bracelets where you slap it and you slap it back off. Um, yeah, because because for you, and, I'm going to have green. And the minute I see somebody I don't like, I'm like. Blink. Slap off, slap on the red, and I'll slap on the red for the whole room. And usually, it's a vibe of a room. It's not just one person. Usually, it's like the vibe of the room is like I don't want anyone to hug me in this room right now, or I want someone to hug me in the room. You know what eventually is going to be developed is one that that you can change the color of the actual one by pressing a little button or something. Yeah, but that's only going to be for rich people, and that's going to be fucking elitist. You know what I mean? And then it's going to be like then 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 poor people get touched whenever they want. Oh man. <laughs> You know? Yeah. I also think they're, like, that- they're going to be like, well, you didn't have a red bracelet on. You didn't have a red iPad bracelet on. So I, I just touched you. Fuck that shit. Like, no, I need slap it bracelets. I want slap it bracelets. So what are they called? Is that what it's called? I don't slap know. It? That's, that's close you know, enough. You know what we I'm all know what you're talking about. Yeah. I used to love those bracelets. And I also like was like definitely still a little bit of a masochist as a child so um you know like i'm like oh, i used to slap it over and over and over again on my wrist <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like the the handkerchief culture uh, uh, amongst gay men that started somewhere in the 50s where yeah you, you know about this i do know about that yeah, yeah. okay so like uh, I don't know what what the, I don't know the right colors. left and colors. I don't know the colors. So yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you an example, and it's it's not gonna exactly it's not gonna be correct. It's not example, gonna be correct. Yeah. So if you have a, 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 a it was on the piers. Yeah, on the piers in New York City, I believe is yeah. where it started, right here in New York. Yeah. So if you had a, a a handkerchief in your left pocket, that meant you were top. If you had a handkerchief in your right pocket, back pocket, it meant you were bottom. If it was I think there were even some for, like, if you had AIDS, so people with AIDS could connect with each other, and, like, they wouldn't connect with other people, which is, like, very ethical. I was not aware of that. That's something I heard somewhere. The color coding became more and more, and sometimes you would have you would have uh, a yellow uh, mixed with something else that would mean, you know, you're into water sports as a top or as a bottom, and it all became very... a very fascinating way for people to communicate with each other during a time when it was very, very scary just to be gay, just to be gay. So now you would know, okay, this person is gay and they're into what I'm into. And it was a very intelligent uh, way way to approach a problem of homosexuality being illegal and you're afraid to talk about it. I think your mom might know I'm a dude because she, she. Your mom might know I'm a dude because she told you not to tell her you're gay. She did about five years ago. She said, if- "While while he was dating me, two years in, she was like, if you're gay, don't tell me.' And like, I'm she, he's dating me two, for two years, so it's a little shocking. So now I'm understanding why you didn't tell her I was trans. She didn't need to know. <laughs> she doesn't. She's she's already announced. Don't tell me. Don't tell Do me. Do not tell me. Let me be in my bubble. But of course, your your nephew, your beautiful nephew, was like, "When are you going to tell mom? <laughs> or when are you going to tell grandma?" And we were like, "Oh yeah, we're not really going to do that. We're not going to. We're not going to do that." There was a bar that closed down, little bar restaurant that closed down. Oh yes, tell this story recently. Tell this story. Well, not recently, but uh, you know, didn't survive the pandemic. We and used to go out drinking there. Me, me, Francis, and his mom. 
loved it. We were like during the day, we were the only people there. They loved us, loved that place. We would go for the, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it was, uh, anyway, it was on Bedford Street, uh, right near 7th Avenue. And they have, you used to have like rock and roll bingo with Twig, and like it was good. Yeah. And they had this great, great happy hour deals. Um, and me and mom and Lucille would, would go often. I would go a lot with, with mom and, and Lucille would, 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 would often join us. Staff there was very nice. The food was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good food and not just good food for a bar, just good food. Yeah. And the happy hour deals were, were great. And there was a sign that had a special 2 a.m. happy hour. <laughs> I'd like to try that. My mom goes. <laughs> I'd like to try that. <laughs> not, not me, his mom. So she was like probably already 85 at that point. 86. Yeah. Real serious situation. She's 89 now. Can you now. imagine, no, us, can like you imagine us wheeling in, wheeling in his mom at 2 a.m.? Like they would take her away from us. Like the city, <laughs> the city would come to take her away from us. They would be like, we have to, like this is an, an improper caretaker situation. <laughs> this is not right. There's an 87-year-old doing a 2 a.m. happy hour. She's doing shots. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people would be like buying her sides if we bring her to a jam. Oh my god, <laughs> she would be such She'd a be hit. Making friends, like it would be like it would be atrocious. Like we would never be able to do that. It was it was not going to happen. I'd like to try that, but picturing it was great. Picturing it is great, but like absolutely not. No, mom, never. <laughs> <laughs> she likes her deals. She likes her 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 bargains. I mean, and she likes her bars. Is, do you still let her have the nightcap? Yeah, she's been fine. She can. She has one drink at dinner, a glass of wine, and then not every night, but occasionally a nightcap. Her, but not at 2 a.m. Not at 2 a.m. I'm asleep at 2 a.m. <laughs> I'm not what, as, time, what time do you give her a nightcap? Around 10. Yeah, like why, where is she getting 2 a.m. <laughs> where is she getting this? I'm not even awake at 2 a.m. I mean, there we used to in the early days, like like pour. We used to stay up late. We used to stay up late, and we used to like pour a drink with us. But then Nancy like came home once and was like, "Y'all, all three, of you smell like booze." And we were like guilty, like there was nothing to say because we were guilty, and like all three of us did smell like booze, and like we almost like I almost had to never come over again. Like I, I was almost excommunicated from the family. We had to make a lot of changes. We had to make a lot of changes. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, we've been caught." We've been caught. We've been caught. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. But to be to be serious, to be serious for a minute, it, that I, that was a that was you know we're making light of it. But it, but it, it was, wasn't funny. It wasn't. It funny. wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. We were we were very young. I was very young. I wasn't very young actually. I, none I, of us. <laughs> were very young. None of the three of us. None of the three of us were even. We're talking about 50, 80s, and thirties. I was in my twenties. I was in my twenties. Okay. I was in my twenties. I was in my twenties. I was in my twenties. Nope. I was in my twenties. It was when it was right when I started dating you. That was seven years ago. I was in my twenties. I was at least in my twenties. It was. It wasn't quite three years. It was seven years ago, and I was like thirty. I'm thirty-four now. It was in my twenties. Okay. I was very young. I was twenty-seven years old. Okay. 
He's very. He's not young at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when I first met you. It was like when I was like twenty seven years old. Like it was like so. It was like. Well, the point is, it never happened again. And like twenty seven is not that young. <laughs> and uh, we uh, and and thank God that I developed a far more responsible lifestyle before the pandemic hit. Yeah, we were we were good because we had done our healing before the pandemic, so we weren't like we weren't one of those people who like went off the deep end during the pandemic because we had already like got I I had gone to rehab and you had like sort of gone to rehab with me. Like they used to bring you in, into therapy with me and stuff like that. So you know, like he had gone along to the ride with all these therapies with me. So like we we had done our due diligence before that and so we had already prepped with therapy before the pandemic and if we hadn't done that we would be really in a bad position babe yeah if we hadn't like if we hadn't gone to all those therapies before like the pandemic hit mm-hmm. we'd be in a really bad position now agreed can you imagine if like back like us back in the day had like went through the pandemic i'd rather not <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm actually like having bad like fucking experience thinking about that right now. Like I'm like really thinking about like, you know, I was drinking like 13 drinks a day when I fucking met Francis. <laughs> you know, like people can change, you know, and like harm reduction is a thing, you know, like not everybody does best with abstinence only AA. Okay. Not everybody. Like I hate to shit all over AA for a whole episode, but not everybody does best with like AA and like abstinence only. Like I've really done best with like having a couple of drinks. Like, like I don't have it every night, but like I have a couple of drinks, like um a few, like a couple of times a week. Like I, I, a couple of times a week, I have a couple of drinks, you know? And like, that's healthy for me. Um, instead of just quitting alcohol completely, it's healthy for me for a couple of times a week for me to have maybe two, two to three drinks, you know? And that's healthy for me instead of drinking 13 drinks every night. You know, and there's a big difference between that. And I can, but then I, then Buddy this week, oh, so Buddy, so I called my mom up screaming at her and Buddy was so horrified by this sight that he was like, you have to call up your mom and tell her you're drunk. And like, that's a terrible idea. But I did it anyway because I was in Buddy's house and he's like forcing it on me. And so now my mom's been like, you are drunk. And I was not drunk. But now she thinks I was drunk. And like, I don't know what to do because like, she's like gonna use that against me now she's like but she was also gonna use against me that i fucking screamed at her without being drunk well to her two drinks is too much that's a second drink i know two drinks she did she did this in front of francis she did this in front of francis do you know what size (laughs) y'all do you know how big y'all you are very small christian christian she calls me christian in front of you right like it slips Sometimes, it yeah. slips. Quit, Crescent. 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 Oh, man. He, he was like, we were, we had like hidden booze in the, in the, in the bedroom and we were like, <laughs> and like, I was like, I didn't even end up drinking it because I was so paranoid. Like, I, like, remember? Yeah, like, 
like we were saying earlier, I'm 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 not the mess that I was at yeah, all. But we, but I still enjoy I still enjoy a little bit of alcohol. And like I was like, we can't tell her, so like we have to hide the booze. And he was like, what? And I was like, we we've got to hide the booze. Like, and he he was like, we're like adults. And I was like, yeah, no, we're it's gonna be best if you hide that booze. So we had, so we had hidden booze in the bedroom. And then and then, I, and then I saw when she was like another like two. It was, it, I was another drink. I was on my second drink, and it was like it was like hours and hours and hours later after I'd had the first drink. Another drink, Kristen. And, and it was hours. It was like maybe six hours after I'd had the first drink. Another drink. <laughs> and then you saw like I have, I my mother literally gives me no leeway, like <laughs> no leeway. And like my drinks were small too. Do you remember like small fucking drinks? And like I had seltzer in them. Like I I was like trying to like be like you know like you know. And like so, so she hears and she's like, "You were drinking," and she hears like over like one glass of wine. And I was like, "Mom, I had a glass of wine," and she's like, "You were drinking," and I'm like, "No, mom, it was a glass of wine. That's drinking, Kristen, and you are on medication. This is outrageous. You're gonna be like your father." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like everyone else is allowed to drink in the family. Everyone else. It's so outrageous. Hey, we uh, have less than ten minutes left, and we're we're we're, we're so glad to be in the top five uh, in talk shows last month on Radio Free Brooklyn. We do feel that we have a responsibility if there are people listening to to do some good in the world. And this week, we'd like to bring attention once again to the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project, which you can find, uh, just Google Trevor Project. It's the trevorproject.org. It is an organization that, uh, that provides assistance to, uh, LGBTQ youths who are, uh, experiencing suicidal thoughts or feelings. They have, uh, all kinds of wonderful, it's a 24 seven operation. Someone you can reach out to that is that is well trained that is that is going to really listen and that is going to provide uh, provide some some hope and some help. That is the Trevor Project. If you are in need of that service, that is a great place to go. And if you have some extra money and and you want to uh, to donate to a good cause, that is one of the causes that we recommend. The Trevor Project. Let me let me look up the number that people can look for help. Like, let me, you, you keep talking. Hold on. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, please do. Um, it, it was, uh, it was the, it was founded. I believe that, the, that the people who founded it. Okay. The, the, the helpline. Um, okay. So the national suicide prevention lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. There's also online chat available. Um, so this is how you get to the online chat. Um, oh, no, that was P flags. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had the wrong line. The Trevor Projects. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My eyes. I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not as easy to look up things. <laughs> <laughs> So we had a little delay getting yeah. getting that song on. I'm like, okay, I have to look it up on this phone, and then I have and to text uh, it over to the uh, other uh, phone, and then I have to pull it up over here. It's uh, uh, uh. hold on, that was P flags. P flag is also a great organization for my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get my mom into P flag, it didn't work well, and she she definitely did not um um 
did not like go for that. Um Okay, so here here's the phone number for the Trevor project. 212 695-8650. Again, 212-695-8650. The other- 212. Is it a, are they Manhattan-based? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. It's Manhattan. The, the Trevor Project, I'm not sure that they like cover. I'm not sure like the Trevor Project is cover, covers outside of New York. My friend Johnny McGovern, who uh, I met at Surf Reality, and he is the host and creator of Hey Queen- which is doing very well quite successful um i have his uh i have a number for him that was that's a 2212 number and and i called and and uh and i i I was like i I, i'm not sure if this is still your number and then he called me back and he was like girl i would never give up my 212 (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would never give up my 917 um the hotline, oh, that was not the hotline number. That was just their business number. Their hotline number is 1-866-488-7386. 1-866-488-7386. It's a 24-hour youth hotline. Um, anyone, you don't have to be LGBT. You can also be LGBTQ. You can also be questioning. It's an and like they they really believe in suicide prevention. So, you know, a lot of the suicide prevention hotlines are not equipped to deal with LGBTQ people. I know from experience, from experience. So please actually do not call them and call the Trevor Project if you're in need for help. You know, I I'm a, I hope we don't have you listening to the station, but if we do, um, please ca- call them. Did you just say we? I hope you aren't listening to the show. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, you know, share that number. Share that number with with like um. Please share that number with people who you know need it. But by youth, they're 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 not talking eighteen and under. They're they're no. They got, I, think, uh, I think maybe I think to twenty four. I, I believe it's up yeah. to twenty four. So. Yeah. 24-year-olds could certainly be listening to the show. Yeah. Man, we're almost out of time. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. I think that might be why the show is doing well, is because we come in and we have fun. Yeah. Um... And you can hear it. You know, you can you can hear a smile. <laughs> I say that. I say that a lot. You can hear a smile. This uh, is my only enjoyment in the week. No, just kidding. I also It's en- my biggest enjoyment of the week. But it's my biggest enjoyment of the Being week. Being yeah. here with you, doing this, listening to music, sharing music with each other, sharing music with uh, with the world and you know, trying to do something good maybe bring attention to, to some causes and, and just shooting shit about how our week was. So we're going to do this again next week, uh, but we're going to have a guest, Bobby Hayes. We hope that you will tune in. We hope that you had fun. Please uh, show yourself some love and show some love to others. It is so very important, and you know that it is. Don't show me any love. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my, my purple wristband is going to be don't show me any love my purple purple wristband is show me some love (laughs) (laughs) is the red for no love and the red red stay the fuck away and wash your hands